0: says another very powerful verse nice to remember it where Krishna chalks out the entire path for us and these are some of the verses which summarize everything and also give us hmm, what's going to come forward Vishaya <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> Vishaya Visit the world, the world, the Gunya this part of the Vedas, which is the Karmakanda, which gives you various types of actions to fulfill various desires in the right manner, they themselves later on say that all these karmas when they are done with Nishkama Bhavana, and what is Nishkama Bhavana? Not just for myself, but with the attitude Loka Samastha Sukhino Bhavantu. Let everybody benefit from this work. This is called as Nishkama Bhavana. Working for a higher goal, higher purpose. That whatever actions are done, let majority benefit from it. Loka samastha sukhi no bhavantu, that helps you to purify your mind. If you say purity of mind means free your mind of likes and dislikes and its consequence desires and aversions. Desire to have something and desire to keep away from someone or something. It will free your mind of that. That is called as Nishkama Karma. So, when we get too involved with all these actions and always wanting some results, even from the religious actions, Bhagwan says, Trigunya Vishaya Veda. What is propagated in religion, even to get heaven, etc. They all form, fall under these three gunas of Maya. What are these three gunas? Many of you are familiar with and a better study of there that is available in the 14th chapter. But just briefly, the entire universe is in these three modes and they reflect in our mind as these three moods. Yeah. Gunas also means qualities, you know? means modes or moods. The word which we are most familiar is inertia, dullness, sleep, laziness. This mood is called as tamas. Then throughout the day when we are active, passionate, desiring Agitated, excited, irritated, enjoying, all this comes under rajas. And like right now, calm, peaceful, but alert, vigilant and Aspiring intelligently for something higher, clear in mind, and therefore very easily understanding. This mood is called as sattva. If you see the entire world, it is also made up of these three modes the neither words, the hellish words, tamasik, Na? ta. The earthly plane, rajasic, the world of activity, desires, passion, etc. The heavenly world, even though has got all three modes are there, even the heavenly world, which is basically considered as Satvik, even there, there is mixture of rajas and tamas also. In this world also, even though predominantly rajasic, there is also a mixture of sattva, at least amongst the billions. There are few sattvic people. So there is mixture of sattva and tamas. Even in your day, even now if you are sattvic, now and then the little bit of (laughs) (coughs) chapki comes, no? So don't say that it's not there. A little bit of uh, confusion also is there. eh? And therefore the mind is agitated. Rajas is also there. They all coexist. But predominance of sattva is there in the higher worlds, if you say. And the higher worlds you go, the bhoor, bhuva, suva, maha, jana, tapa, more and more, pure, more and more sattvic. If you see also in this world, the objects which are inert are tamasic, plants little bit of emotions, feelings are there. Therefore, little bit of Rajas along with this remain one place. Tamas. And then you have also the animals where there's a lot of rajas. And then you have human beings which have got intelligence and therefore sattva. Therefore, even intellect very often is called as sattva because intellect functions when the mind is calm. What we think is intellect is not intellect. It is only some confusion of the mind, some wavering of the mind and we think that's the intellect. That's not the intellect. It's subtler than that and as you study, you will understand that that which you are using is the intellect and therefore you can directly discover what is the intellect and how this intellect appears when your mind is calm. See, now amongst human beings also, hmm? those who are all the time tamasik. There are others to do that, rajasik. So we have Kumbhakaran-like people, we have Ravan-like people and there are some Dibhishan-like people, Ramayana if you see, no? There also we see all these three in the same family, same genes, but same family. Even you, in the morning tamasik, you are supposed to be sattvic but Morning generally, if the class was very early, people would be. In the daytime, you know when you have to go drink tea and all that or that time and then then you see how much you start talking and where is sleep, not sleep. So Rajasik, And you know, evening. Nowadays, nobody really sleeps. Really speaking, evening discourses are more, no know, so you also in the daytime go through these moods. Night again, sleep, tamasik. So, all these moods are there all the times. We'll revise this again in the 14th chapter. But, here, Krishna points out that this part of the Vedas are pertaining only to worlds or gains which fall in the realm of these three Gunas. In short, with you Krishna could be direct but if others you'd say all this is an illusion, it is a maya, go you beyond illusion and your mind is made up of these three gunas. Go you beyond the mind. It would be so frightening. You know, I become mindless. I leave this whole world. You no, know people immediately, even you would get frightened. Already you are, no? But you know I said there is no diplomat like Krishna. He says, Nistraigunyo It's like saying, it's so interesting. Once I remember, many, many years ago, we were in Europe and there, there was no other food. We had to be in a restaurant to eat food. And there was a group of uh, people with us and they had gone from London to Switzerland. And uh, when you sat there, So they asked, first they always come and ask, what drink will you have? Of course, nobody is going to drink any, uh, you know, alcoholic drink. So, all the ladies uh, there said, "Uh, we'll have uh, Diet Coke. This man who doesn't really speak English, speaks French and French would dare not speak English. And they didn't speak French. So, they do understand. I mean, the, the the people who went there from London did not speak French. So, he said, Diet Coke. So, he went and brought the Coke. He knows only one Coke. He brought Coke. He said, we asked for Diet Coke. So, he said, finally, what is that? He says, they said, Coke without sugar. Yeah. Coke without preservative and coke without caffeine is diet coke. So he just looks at her. You mean to say I bring you water? (laughs) He says, Nisthraigunyo Bhavadjuna Be you in this world, but be you beyond this world. Unaffected, undependent upon this world. And when you say you are not dependent on the sattvic, rajasic, tamasic objects of the world, wherever your mind is, it gathers that type of a mood. And as per your mood, that's the objects also you look for. In short, don't get entangled with your mind in these elaborate forms of action. Go you beyond the gunas go you beyond these gunas, go you beyond this mind, this from a absolute standpoint how will you do that nitya sattvastha how is also explained, nitya sattvastha always remain in sattva now you said just now go beyond even sattva see you cannot directly go beyond the goodness. When you have got dullness, tamas, depression, depression also is a form of tamas only. Lethargy, you are feeling tired, exhausted. In fact, go out play a game. Go do some exercise. Go do some work. But don't remain in that tamas the way to conquer tamas is rajas and how do you conquer rajas that whatever activity you do do it without wanting this wanting that or sharing it with others it becomes sattva and he says Nitya sattvast. try to maintain being in this Sattva state continuously. Because Sattva has the capacity to gain knowledge of that Atma which is beyond the three Gunas, beyond the three worlds, beyond the three states of yours. And therefore, some people also have translated Nitya Sattvastha. How can you be beyond the gunas? You hold on to that which is beyond the gunas, the truth, the Sat. But remain always in that Sattvic mode, seeking the truth. So Nitya sattvasta. How can you remain in Nitya Sattva? Because even in this world two forces are constantly driving us to be rajasic. One is yoga and here yoga whenever it comes with the word Shema, it is not talking about that yoga by which you unite to the higher. Your yoga means to acquire what you don't have and shema not shame, shame. Hmm? <laughs> shema means to possess you know, I mean to, to preserve or to save what you already have or to protect what you have. In fact, majority of the day we are pushed into activity. To, pus- to acquire what we don't have and to preserve what we have. Nir Yoga Shema. Nir Yoga Be free of this anxiety to acquire and to preserve. This in the ninth chapter, Bhagawan is also going to point out in the language of devotion how to do. But here he says Atmavan. This Atmavan also, like Nitya Sattvastha, has got two levels of meaning. One means, Atmavan means be self-controlled. Be centred in the self, not self-centred. Difference. Hmm? Atmavan means learn to withdraw your senses and keep it steady in your Atma that I am complete, I am full, I am infinite. It has got two aspects. One is mastery over the senses, such a person also is called as. Atma The senses are not turned outward but they are turned inward. Means seeking the self and therefore be Atma one. Oh, wonderful. This is one of my. Again, which verses? is Every verse is favorite. So this is also one of my favorite verses because it tells you the entire path and how to also attain it. Of course, it's being elaborated further. So what? All the books of knowledge, as such, that somebody say What? Upanishads also? This is talking about the karma Khan. But even the Upanishads are in the realm of the world only, but they are showing you how to transcend it. So, Trigunya Vishaya Veda, Nis Trigunyo And how? Nirdvandva Nitya sattvasta. After explaining this, then I'm explaining Nirdvandva. The whole world is a pair of opposites. Not to be affected by it, because when you say not to be affected by it, The moment you accept a situation for what it is, when you know in this world, where there is heat, there will be cold. And heat and cold is also relative only. Some of you even now are feeling hot and some of you now are already feeling cold. Depends where are you from. Is it not? It it is relative and you can't have one without the other. That is the nature of things. When you accept them, then you know that if you are feeling cold, keep yourself warm. What's the reason of getting agitated? And where you do not have warm clothes, wear it. That was said already. This is called as being free from the pairs of Opposites. Being fair, in this world, how can you be free from the pairs of opposites? Heat and cold you will experience. But when you accept them, you are not affected by them. You do not keep on getting mad. Oh, why is it so hot? Why is it so hot? We unnecessarily agitate ourselves. It is hot, it is hot. It is cold, it is cold. Do what you have to do with it. But you know how, so, nirdvandvo Nitya Sattvastha. Also, you can be free from these pairs of opposites. You can go permutation and combination with these words, you know. You can go on and on. It's, it's so fascinating. But be free from the pairs of opposites and yoga and shema so that you can be Nitya Sattvastha. But how can you be free from the pairs of opposite? Be Nitya Sattvastha. Because when you are in Sattva, you can accept things. You can see things in its right place and right light. Right. You can see the importance of heat also and the importance of cold also. The importance of success and the importance of failure also. This term is going to come again and again. We will explain also. Because failure suddenly these days we have brought up, especially youngsters are brought up that, you know, failure is totally unacceptable. And that's why we are creating a set of people who are either escapist or depressed. Failure has its own glory. Never in life have we learnt anything until unless we are shaken by failure. No progress has happened until unless there has been some failure, no development happens. So, is not failure also beneficial? When you have a sattvic mind, you can see things in the right light, not out of your preferences. See, this is Nitya Sattvastha. And when you are in Nitya, peaceful, no? Even yoga and shema will not bother you. Like now, right now, no? Yeah. I shouldn't create in your mind. But as usual, I was warning everybody. You hear in all my talks from the last two years. Be prepared. Eight years are getting over. The markets are going to crash. Are you worried about it anymore? Because you are in sattva, let them crash. No? <laughs> see so when you are in sattva yoga and shema you are not saying oh they are crashing oh my god I've, uh, 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 or, or they are rising I should run and make money hmm? I remember there was one lady who was to come to the ashram for the camps and she, she was in, into the, the share market and she tells us when she was here and that's when the markets were Rising and booming, and she was telling Gurudev, Gurudev, market, the whole mind she was on the phone trying to find out. No, she's not in mind, is in sattva. Sit back here, hmm? let the markets write, rise. You just sit here, you've come here for something else. But her mind, hmm? markets are writing, markets are writing. No? She was so excited. you know. Now is the time to make money. Swamiji, allow me to go and let me make the money. So then that, those millions, I can donate to the ashram. (laughs) Gurudev said, not wanted. You are wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And within that one and a half month, markets rose and the way they collapsed, if you remember in the 1980s, no? And afterwards she was saying, Oh, thank you, Swamiji. You did not send me there. <laughs> <laughs> Nitya Sattvast, Remain in Sattva, please. Mm-hmm. Then this is Yoga Kshema. Why? Because we want that money also. And we worry about the losses also. Why? Because we are not at peace. If you are already at peace, why struggle for any of this? This does not mean that you do not... Progress, etc. Just sit back and know what is happening. Arjuna would immediately say that. Ah, so then I am accepting. No, let them kill me. (laughs) That is not what Krishna is saying, and therefore the following verses are coming now. Now, somebody will say, oh, but you said that go beyond the Vedas. You mean to say, no, there's people who don't like doing any of these. Uh, so, so, which means Vedas are not necessary. <laughs> and this is what many new religions start off. And then they have got their own books of knowledge, which they have to follow. But the old books of knowledge don't follow. No? Don't be that stupid. <laughs> the Vedas have got their use up to a point. And Vedas means all books of knowledge. They have a purpose up to a certain level. They do have a purpose. And for one who has attained the purpose, then the means, Vedas are the means. I am not talking only about the Atharva Veda, the Sama Veda, Rig Veda, all books of knowledge, whether religious or scientific, they all have got the means. The means is that till you attain the goal, they are helpful. So they cannot be discarded. But once you have attained the goal, it is of no use. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, The Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.